Welcome to the Soul Grit Podcast. I'm Ann Taylor McNeese, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I also love Jesus, and I'm passionate about all things gospel and therapy. I created Soul Grit to be at the intersection of mental health and Christian faith. Christ followers need a place to ask questions and get answers about mental health. Join me as we dive into real stories and real questions from people who want to honor God with their hearts, souls, and minds. Welcome back to the Soul Grit Podcast. This is Anne. Lately, we've been in a series about church hurt. And that's the term I like to use for when the church wounds you or causes some kind of emotional pain. It's not usually anything to do with Jesus or God or the Holy Spirit. It's usually to do with people, especially people in leadership. This is a part of a collection of episodes that are all going to be revolving around this topic either with solo episodes with me or with some really cool guests that are sharing their expertise. But today, I wanted to be a little bit more practical and share what I think are some tips for dealing with the church hurt. Now, if you've been following Soul Grit for a while, you might recognize some of this from the blog. There's a blog called Six Ways to Deal with Church Hurt that was posted in November of 2020. So if you'd like to have a written copy of this, you can find it over on soulgritresources.com. But I'm also going to be sharing that here because if you're like me and you're busy, it's easier to listen to it than to go find it and read it. This year has been blank. I feel like you should feel in the blank there. I've heard lots of conversations about how this year has been hard for certain populations. Um, So let's just acknowledge that 2020 and 2021 have been strange and difficult and heartbreaking for teachers, parents, kids, the elderly, grocery store workers, life insurance agents, the unemployed, people of color, first responders, pastors, therapists. Actually, I think it would be difficult to make a list of people who have not suffered during this year. Many pastors are celebrating the greater reach that their ministries can have due to everything moving online. But at the same time, the people in churches are struggling. Pastors are struggling. No pastor alive has ever shepherded people through a pandemic before, nor have any therapists counseled through a pandemic. The weight that we're carrying is tremendous. It's not surprising then that in my practice, I've encountered more incidents of church hurt than ever before. Church hurt refers to that specific kind of emotional and spiritual wound That happens when a church member, leadership team, or pastor really lets you down. A sense of betrayal, deception, abandonment, or disillusion is devastating. In every conversation about church hurt, I hear comments about how we can't just put pastors on pedestals because they will disappoint us. And I'm not actually here to talk about why church hurt happens, only that it does happen and we need to know how to address it. As a lifelong follower of Christ, I've had my share of positive and negative church experiences. As a child, I was aware that there were disagreements between the pastor and the elder board upon which my father served. There was a time during my early teen years in which my family had home church because we had difficulty finding a local church that fit us. 
then. When we did find a church, it was only a few years before things broke down, including questionable financial and moral choices by the pastor of our small congregation. Despite mostly good church experiences in my adult life, I knew that it was only a matter of time before church hurt crept up for me, my husband, and our children again. This time it occurred with a feeling of abandonment. Understanding why my pastors were stepping away from this ministry but still feeling like someone died in my grief. In the midst of my own deep grief, I have been counseling a handful of other women who are experiencing various forms of church hurt. For confidentiality's sake, I won't mention any specifics, but no two situations are alike. The similarity across the board, however, is the statement, I don't know if I'll ever be part of a church again. Even saying that, my heart drops. It's truly heartbreaking that the institution that Jesus himself created to care for his people and proclaim good news issued a wound so deep that my clients don't think they can ever return. Here are the things that I think we must do when going through our own church hurt or helping others with theirs. Number one, acknowledge and lament. Simple Christian platitudes are not welcome here. If you or a friend or client is going through church hurt, this is a time to lean in and listen well. Acknowledge that this is one of the most painful things Christians experience in the social, emotional, and spiritual areas of life. When you are feeling church hurt, take some time to journal or share with a trusted friend or counselor. Write or share your raw thoughts and emotions, even if they seem mixed up or even unchristian. If you're listening, Do not press the wounded person to move past emotions before they have been expressed and lamented. Even if you hear, I'll never go to church again, don't despair. This is like a painful breakup that makes the people feel like she'll never date again. Healing will take time. Number two. Last fall, Soulgrit Resources provided a series of blogs on the daily and weekly rhythms that safeguard mental and spiritual health. If your church world has been shaken up, it could feel bewildering to your weekly schedule. If you used to attend church on Sundays and Bible study on Wednesdays, there may be gaping holes in your schedule. Don't let the church-shaped hole remove you from the practice of rhythm and routine. Even if you're not attending meetings and gatherings, make time to connect with Christian friends who understand why you've stepped away for a time. Make a concentrated effort to keep up personal devotions and Bible study time. Worship in your car or in your shower. Your quiet time may not feel as delightful right now, but there has never been a time when you needed more discipline in this area. Number three, serve. One of the great disadvantages of losing your church connection can be the loss of opportunities to serve. If burnout is what has caused your church hurt, This may be a time to seek to serve in smaller ways, such as with your family, your friends, your neighbors. In the scriptures, we have lots of evidence that God cares about his people, caring for the poor, needy, and friendless. If you're not serving within your local church, what are some ways that you can continue to be part of serving God's kingdom? You may look for other local ministries or simply help out a neighbor with yard work or child care or a listening ear. Number four have honest conversations. Is there someone from your church with whom you need to have a conversation? Be brave and be kind. This is not the time for gossip or bitterness. 
I'm not a pastor, but I know the hurt inflicted when people decided to leave the church without saying anything. After years of greeting each other on Sunday morning, suddenly they are not there. Consider who might feel the loss if you disappeared. I promise you, even if you feel like no one appreciates you there, they will notice when you are gone. I've also been on the side of needing to have a conversation with a pastor about something that wasn't right. I was so anxious that I made myself sick. Be brave. Have the conversations. Number five, commit to reevaluating. Whether you commit to yourself in your journal or to a trusted friend, don't allow yourself to go forever without reevaluating how you feel and how you can move forward. Last year, my family and I were out to dinner and talking to a server who shared that her parents had left a local church because of a wound, intending to find a new place after a while. That was 20 years ago. And this young woman in her 20s lost most of the opportunity to grow up in a church-going family. Set a period of time after which you will reevaluate. Three months, six months, a year. That doesn't mean things need to be perfect after that much time. But be honest with whether you can explore re-engaging with the body of Christ. You may need to have a friend or advisor ask you some difficult questions. When you decide you are ready to try out re-engagement, consider what could be different now than in the past. Maybe you were part of a small church and now you prefer the anonymity of a larger church. Maybe the particular denomination had some patterns and practices that don't work for you now. Maybe you need to investigate the leadership structure of the church you are considering trying. Number six, seek help. You knew I'd say this at some point. If you are a sufferer of spiritual abuse or even just hurt feelings, it may be necessary for you to find help with sorting things out. Religious trauma is trauma, and so is relationship trauma. In this case, most any therapist could help, but you may need to do some extra legwork to find a therapist who can specialize in spiritual wounds. Read the profiles on psychologytoday.com for therapists who mark Christian in their bios and follow up on their websites. Ask questions to find out if a therapist is going to be able to understand the unique kind of hurt you can get from a church. Finally, don't give up. If the process of finding a suitable therapist is too much for you, but you know you need one, enlist the help of a friend who can make a short list for you. Remember, in these days of online everything due to the pandemic, your therapist does not need to be local, just licensed in your state. Those are the six tips that I had last year for dealing with church hurt. And now that I read them again after going through more church hurt myself, I think it's I think it's still good. I was a little bit worried I would come back and feel like I didn't maybe I missed something. And maybe you have some ideas of something that I did miss. I'd love for you to be able to comment on the podcast, either on Instagram or through email. Let me know if you have other ideas for people who are dealing with church hurt. What has worked for you in the past? What hasn't worked for you? I'd love to hear from you. And I just want to let you know that if you've experienced church hurt in this last year or or even before that, I'm in it with you, and I still believe that there's hope in Jesus. Thanks for being here today. The Soul Grit Podcast is a production of Soul Grit Resources. You can find more at soulgritresources.com 
or on the socials at Soulgrit Resources. You can email me at info at soulgritresources.com.